Welcome to Education, Leadership, and Beyond, Surviving and Thriving. My name is Andrew Murata, host of the show, and Happy New Year. This is our first show of 2023. Happy to be here in the home of the Education uh, Podcast Network and Voice Ed Radio Canada. Wherever you are tuning in, uh, thank you so much for being part of Education, Leadership, and Beyond. It is exciting. Uh, we are at show number. Where did I, I lose, lost the number? I think it's 232, Blake. Um, but we're up there and uh, happy to be on. We're going to meet our guest here in a moment, Blake Utley. Blake is a, a coach. Blake is a educator uh, in Iowa, uh, Fort Dodge, Iowa. Uh, and really interesting, uh, he teaches a course called the Half Marathon Course where he teaches kids to run a half marathon. And then the end, I guess it's going to be the final. We'll talk about it. Run a half marathon. And that is really cool. I am really by a uh, uh, a friend of ours, Dr. Rob Gilbert, the success hotline. We'll give Dr. Rob a shout out and uh, happy that uh, uh, to cross paths with Blake. Want to thank today's sponsor of the show, and that's today's sponsor is me. We have a coach on here. We have an athletic guy, so we're going to uh, do a little promotion for Tales from the Hardwood. Uh, this book is out and about. It is basketball season, and it's not a book about officiating. It is a book about life. It's a book about leadership. Uh, so I want to get the word out to all uh, coaches, athletic directors. Uh, I'd love to come and present for you, but Tales from the Hardwood. Blake, I'll get a copy in the mail to you. Um your buddy Kaner is on here uh, with a testimonial on the back. So we'll get that to uh, Blake uh, for being on the show. <clears throat> so let's get started here on the show. Uh, again, happy to be rolling live on Facebook. Um, and it is show number 233. Forgive me, Blake, 233. And uh, here we are in the new year. And New Year's brings New Year's resolutions. New Year's brings... Uh, a breath of fresh air, a change in our lives, right? And what are those changes? We hope for the best, but a lot of times they fade away. But how could something like running a half marathon, how can dedicating yourself to your fitness uh, and a goal and then achieving that goal, how do you do that? How do you do those things? Uh, and there's so many ways, there's so many successful people. Uh, and I want to hear from Blake, uh, some of his tricks and some of his, uh, um, you know, tactics he uses to get the kids to run the half marathon. But whatever those goals are for you, whatever those things are, I, I urge you a little bit a lot of the time, a little bit each day. You're not going down to the gym tomorrow morning at five and working out for an hour and a half if you haven't been doing it, right? A little bit a lot of the time. Those first few things you're going to do are hard, a uh, little, uh, you know, uh, they're difficult. My wife and I are doing the whole 30 this month, right? Just kind of whole foods uh, for the month. If you're interested in that, it's a pretty cool um, kind of uh, food plan, the whole 30. And the past two days, I've been like craving food, craving carbs. Uh, and it's been challenging, but we're going to do it a little bit, a lot of the time. So I wish you the best here in the new year. Uh, and again, if you are interested in Tales from the Hardwood, it's on Amazon or certainly if you want a uh, personalized copy, uh, I will get that to you. Let's get rolling. Let's meet uh, Blake here. You don't want to hear me talking anymore. We'll bring uh, Blake into the show. He's uh, there on duty at Fort Dodds. Blake, welcome to Education, Leadership, and Beyond. 
Hey, Andrew, I'm so freaking excited to be here, man. I, I'm, I'm super pumped up to, to be able to share this story and uh, even more pumped up to get to hear some of yours as well. So uh, thanks for having me. Happy New Year to everybody out there. Yeah, and thanks for uh, squeezing us in. You're, you're working now. You got teams here, jumping here. You got your family. And uh, um, real quick, we're going to get to know you during the show. But, Blake, give us an introduction, where you're coming from and, and, and where you're at. Uh, we're right in the middle of the country, man, Fort Dodge, Iowa. Uh, born and raised here. Never thought I'd end up here, but uh, as as life goes and, and opportunities come, uh, I'm right back here, and I and I couldn't be happier, really, because I I know the people around here really well. I know what kind of people they are, and uh, it allows me to connect with them. I think a little bit easier, and and so no, I absolutely love it. Um, been a PE teacher here since 2006, the fall of 2006. And uh, been rolling ever since. Head baseball coach since 2013. Uh, been coaching baseball at, at the school though since 2004. And then I also uh, am the defensive coordinator, which I only admit when we give up very little points. Uh, <laughs> he's not admit it right now. Uh, I've been doing that uh, since 2006. Uh, well, as the defense coordinator since about 2015. But uh, so no, uh, definitely busy. Have two two children. Uh, Nine year old daughter, Emmeline and a seven-year-old son so now they're starting to get into some sports and so coaching their teams and and trying to put all that in those 168 hours that we have per week and uh it's challenging but you got to prioritize it and and, uh, and make it happen so that that's make it happen well and i appreciate you giving us a little time blake we have some common uh people here uh that brought our lives together uh certainly dr rob um brian kane dr jared smith there in iowa uh amazing the connections uh, but we met on one of Dr. Gilbert's seminars uh, there on a Saturday night. Here's the busy guys, you know, giving a Saturday night there. And I just was so intrigued about, you know, the course you teach. Let's jump right in. Tell me about this half marathon course. Where'd you come up with the idea and, and what's it all about? Yeah. So in the in 2009, January 2009, I ran my first <laughs> ever marathon now. Uh, I graduated from the University of Northern Iowa with a major in, in physical education. And as I'm going through school, a lot of my my classmates are talking about these races they do, these half marathons they do. And I looked at them at that point. And I said, why would you waste your time training for a half? Why not just train for the whole dang thing? Mm. And uh, they kind of looked at me like, you've obviously never ran. And so I told them, I said, the first race that I will ever do, I promise you, will be a full marathon. So um, right out of college, I decided that, hey, I'm going to give this a go. I found a buddy here in, in, in Fort Dodge, and we trained for it together most of the time. He His discipline, he struggled a little bit at times, but uh, but it was good. We, we you know, those accountability partners are huge. And uh, so we trained, and we trained, and then in uh, in January of uh, 2009, down in uh, in the Phoenix area, we ran the Rock and Roll uh, Full Marathon down there. Oh, wow. And uh, as, soon as, I, as soon as I finished it, I was like, it was just this feeling of like, of uh, euphoria, just uh, it was just unreal, and I'm like, I have to find a way. I mean, I'm in the position as a teacher. If I can feel like that, how how can I make my students have that same feeling and, and understand that if they put their time and their dedication into anything, that they can achieve it. And along the way, a, a colleague of mine gave me a book that was actually written by some UNI uh, former um, professors there, and it's called I have it right here still. It's a little beat up now, but it's called the Non Runners Marathon Trainer. And so mm. this is all about a class that took place uh, at the University of Northern Iowa where I went that I had no idea even existed at the time. But there what they did is they trained for a full marathon. They had a lot longer period of time. They had 18 weeks. And um, so they would train for it. And their final in the class is the marathon. If they finish it, they pass. If they don't, they don't pass. 
And so as I'm reading this book and I'm and I'm following it religiously and it's giving me <coughs> these mental mental and physical techniques of running and and all this information, I'm like, wow, this is powerful. This can be, I think this can be done at the high school level. So as soon as I got done with my race, within the next uh, two weeks, I was in the the principal's office here, and luckily I had some some very supportive principals at the time. Um, both were open to new ideas, new classes, new thoughts, anything that they they believe you know, would benefit kids. And I sold it to them and they bought it. They ate it up. They gave me everything I ever needed. We had, you know, GPS heart rate monitor watches for kids to track distances, to hold them accountable to that. Um, so everything without their support, there's no way, um, that this would have ever taken off. But so I was, you know, we had, we had nine weeks where this class was 18 weeks. So I thought, Hey, let's, let's bring it down half, half the distance, half the time. Um, so we went to a half marathon and, and off we went in the, in the fall of 2009 was the first ever class. And, wow. and, uh, we've been going strong since. Wow. And, and what is some of the feedback? What's some of the reaction in the school or kids? Is there a celebration afterwards? What happens oh, at the end of the course? It, it's the most powerful thing as, as both a coach or a teacher I've ever experienced because I get, you know, you would think you get these kids that are runners, they're cross country runners, they're this, and you get a few. But I tried to I tried to recruit kids that that may need it that 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 may question if they can do it. So usually the answer I get because you know I, I'll teach regular PE class and I, I recruit kids for my PE class. I'm like, hey, you move really well. Like, have you ever thought about doing something like this? And usually the response is, well, how far is a half marathon? Hmm. Say, ah, it's it's thirteen point one miles. They're like, no, no, mm -mm, no, too far, too far. And so then I always go back to this. I always say, hey. Can you run or walk for 15 minutes? Well, yeah. Then you can take the class because we're going to just do it one day at a time. Just one day at a time. Just you trust me. Let me lead you. Let, let me give you some, some thoughts, some wisdom. If you can do that to start with, we can get you there. And, wow. and so, so that, that's usually where we go. Um, I, I try not to let them have too many excuses and just say, just come, come do it. Come do it. And then by the end, when they cross that finish line and, and just that look, it, 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 every time that they cross, I have, I just relive that moment of me crossing my first finish line. And it's like, it's the best feeling I've ever had as an educator. I love it. I love it. Share a couple of success stories. Is it share a, a special moment or something uh, that really might've impacted somebody's life with us? Sure. So, uh, it was about three years ago. I had a young lady, um, and she came up to me and she said, Hey, you know, this is something that I think I might want to try. I don't think I can run 13.1 miles. You know, do you think I could take this class and maybe do like a, maybe a 5k or a 10k. And I said, I'll tell you what, let's, let's plan on that. Let's plan on a 5k or 10k, but you start, you do the 15 minute run walk with us for the first day and the second day. And whenever you think you can no longer do the workouts we're doing, we will adjust them for you. And she said, okay, deal. Well, at the end of the semester, she finished a half marathon and it wasn't fast by any means, but the feeling that, that she had, and, and in fact, I ran that race, with them. I usually run with them. This last year is the only year I haven't because I have an Achilles issue going on. But, mm. um, after the, after I get off my race, I'm, we're waiting, we're waiting and it's super hot out in Des Moines, Iowa at this time of the year it was in June. And, uh, it's, it's, it's getting near, you know, three and a half, four hours. And, and I'm like, Oh man, I hope she's going to be okay. Cause she was a bigger gal. And I'm like, so I, I jog back and I get on the trail and then I, I caught up to her, asked her how she's doing. And, and uh, so I, I got to finish with her too. And this, that, that last half mile to see what's going mm. through her mind. And when she saw the finish line, when she crossed and tears are coming down and smiles on her face. And it's like, I don't care if this is extra time, you know, because there's, there's a lot of extra time in this class, you know, uh, 
to train that long, you you don't get it done in, in a in a sixty seven minute period. So we do it first period of the day, so we can start early. And and yeah, yeah, it's not compensated, but that doesn't even matter. You know, you don't do it for that. You do it for the feeling that they get. And uh, so she finishes that, and 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 since she has you know stayed in contact and, and emails me and and shares her life story, and 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 that's super super awesome to hear that as they as they move forward. So. Um, yeah, that's one of the, one of the success of, uh, stories that I have of somebody who never thought they could do it. And there, you know, I have a ton of stories, but that's, that one sticks out. And everyone who's taken the course has, has done it. 100% of our starters of the race wow. have finished. Wow. That yeah, is really a unreal. feather in your cap. What a nice thing for your school. And has it taken off around you? Have you, are you seeing other schools start this? Because I'm, I'm certainly bringing this to my school. Yeah, let's get it going. I'll, I'll help your staff in any way possible. Um, there's actually a a school down in in Atumal, Iowa, <coughs> who's dabbling with it. And you know, the biggest issue and concerns are, you know, you have to have a supportive uh, administration. Um, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. I mean, you're asking kids to go out and run long distances without having, you know, supervision with them at all times. Um, so safety precautions and that stuff could be a worry. And that's that's some of the the barriers that some schools have to have to had to fight against a little bit. Um, like I said, I'm super lucky that, that my staff said, Hey, let's go and do it. And we talk about, you know, how to be safe on trails, how to be safe on the road. I mean, so we try to come with, with different things to, to provide some safety uh, precautions there. But uh, so, yeah, so supposedly a tum was going to take off this year. I hope they do. Cause I hope we can, uh, we can uh, network, network with them a little bit as they go through and they get to know each other. And hopefully we can each do the same race and, and meet there in the middle and just say, Hey, you know, and, and put, put faces with names and all that stuff. I think it'd be really cool. Well, I hope you hold up your book one of these days uh, talking <laughs> about the half marathon class and, the, and the kids that have, uh, uh, you know, been successful there. And That's what DRG always tells me. And I, and, and, I think it's going to happen. I think I'll sit down and, and get some pen to paper, but that's, you know, as with anything, and you know, this, it's the start that stops most. And uh, I just got to start it. Once it started, I know it's going to roll. Yeah. You've got the book written already because you're doing the work, uh, which is, which is really cool. Speaking of the DRG, I love it that you call Dr. Rob Gill with the DRG. Uh, but tell me about your journey calling the success hotline you know, what does calling that success hotline do for you each day, Blake? Yeah, I try to push this. And and even in my in my baseball groups and football groups, I talk a lot about Dr. Rob Gilbert. And I talk a lot about the success hotline. You know, it's something he's been doing for years, 30 plus years, uh, three minute daily message. I mean, it's it's something that I start my day with on the way to the gym. I call I call him, um, which usually puts me a day behind, but that's fine um, because he puts them up after I've already been to the gym, but so I'm usually a day behind on, on, on his call. Sometimes I'll call later cause I, I want to know what's next, but you know, it's three minutes of, 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 you know, reaffirming what you believe in. Sometimes the repeat messages, but you can never hear it enough. It's a, it's a way to yes. start your day. It's, it's, it's that spark that gets you going. It's um, you know, cause a lot of times let, let's be honest when that alarm clock goes off in the morning, <laughs> I always tell my students is that that's the biggest challenge of the day is putting your feet on the floor. Once your feet are on the floor, let's rock and roll. Like, but it's a daily grind when that alarm goes off and say, okay, I could sleep longer. I could sleep longer. I want to sleep longer, but we all know that, uh, get those feet on the ground and let's move. And, and that helps me because at, it's just routine, you know, and, and Brian Kane talks about routines of, of excellence. And, and it's once you get into that routine and you miss them, which as I was on my family vacation, I started missing them. I was talking to you about this earlier. I missed my call today and I'm now I'm itching. I'm like, God dang it. I got a call. 
So <laughs> on the way home here tonight, I'm going to call and get caught up. But that means in the morning, I may hear the same one again. So that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's changing lives. And I know he's a big fan of your work. He spoke about you on the hotline. He spoke about you on his uh, uh, workshop. So uh, I'm glad to see that we have uh, some some people in our circles. And you mentioned Brian Kane. You have uh, that thing behind you, number 401 uh, there and, and the arrow. Uh, talk about your immersion there with, with Brian Kane and what that, you know, what were those takeaways uh, for you? Yeah, that was an unbelievable experience, a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Uh, I was able to go down to uh, Brian Kane's house in the Phoenix area and uh, and learn about his, his his 10 Pillars of Peak Performance and learn all about that side of it um, to learn just about everything, learn how to be an, you know, an author of a book. And, and, and so there's – I mean, it was just invaluable. But during the trip, we were able to – you know, it was all kind of based around baseball. Um, so we were able to catch some college baseball games. Um, we were able to – um, trained together. We were able to go over all of his, his, uh, pillars, um, and learn them inside and out and learn how to not just know them, but how to teach them and, and how to learn it from that side of things, which was unreal. But while we were there, we did some mental, mental performance things. Like we broke the arrow right on the, the edge of our neck here. You know, you walked into the arrow and at some point it starts to hurt, but you got to push past, um, you know, breaking a board over your head, which some people have done, maybe not. Um, but if you go to the board, your head's going to bounce off of it. But if you go through the board, it really isn't much, um, which is awesome. You just got to make sure you buy the right type of board. So you don't end up with a big <laughs> one, egg on your head, but, uh, and then to finish it, uh, the group of guys that were going, we were going to run this, uh, this lost Dutchman race, which you could run the half marathon or the marathon. And, and two of the guys originally signed up for the marathon and the rest of us signed up for the half marathon. And, you know, I was pretty comfortable with my class of doing half marathon. So I just started a new training plan and got going and, about two weeks before the race, you know, we're all getting jacked up and ready to go. And so I started talking to a guy uh, by the name of Buddy Turnage and I messaged him and I said, Hey, let's just run the whole dang thing. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, what the heck? Let's just do it. Let's just freaking do it. So then everybody committed to, to running the whole thing. And so, wow. so that day we all woke up and went out and, and uh, ran a full marathon with half marathon training, which, which was awesome. I, you know, with, with that whole, that whole uh, trip down there, it's just one of those things you, you got there. And, and my whole goal there was this is only my second ever full marathon. My goal there was to try to get to that breaking point, get to the, where the wall is, where you want to quit. And I want to see if I can handle that better this time around than last time. Like I was looking forward to that moment. Like I think I'm better mentally now than I was then let's get to that point and see how we handle it. And, and to me, that was the whole difference in the two races. And they both have the, a little hotline there. Brian's uh on uh, on iTunes there each day there's a, a message. Um, so Blake, what would you share as a, as a fitness uh, coach? You know, as a, as a uh, you know PE teacher and coach and uh, someone who's run a lot. What would be your fitness tips for people who are looking to get back into shape here in, in 2023? Number one thing. Number one, hands down, start. Just start. Know where you are right now going into it, and just go do it. If, if, if on day one, walking into the gym is a win for you, go win, walk into the gym, turn around and go home. Then the next day, walk in the gym and then maybe walk for five minutes, turn around and go home and then just gradually build. I think what a lot of us do though, especially as new year's rolls around, it's like, I'm going to lose 30 pounds and we, and I'm going to do that in 10 days. Well, you're not going to do that. Right. And if you do, it's not going to stay off. And the first time we go to the gym, Hey, I'm going to work out every day. We feel fresh. So what do we do? We go in, we blow our bodies up and then our body reminds us the next day and the day after that that it's not ready for it and so then we just quit because that's that miserable state 
And so if you just gradually build and like I said, just start, just commit to it, commit to a time and plan it. I think planning it is huge. I think starting is huge and then stay with it. And, and, and that seems easy, but it just comes, it just comes down to discipline. Set, set a reminder on your phone. Um, when you set an alarm, have it, have a message with it. If you have an iPhone, I have it every day. My, my message is a, it's a Brian Kaneism. It's a, it's, every time I look at it, it's, it says dominate the day and it's inner Sandman plan by Metallica. That's how I wake up every morning and uh, it's worked for me. And, and, you know, I'm not saying it's always easy because it isn't. I don't care if you work out every day already or if you're just starting, getting up and out of bed is still the hardest part. Yeah, that's so true. Uh, I read The Miracle Morning. I don't know if you've read that. I haven't. <clears throat> and the biggest thing that helped me was moving the alarm clock. I had the phone. I had the you know the alarm clock next to the bed, and and you hit it, you know. But like you said, your feet are on the ground. My wife's next to me. The alarm is ringing. I got to get up and turn it off. Uh, and once I'm up, that, that I, that's it. But moving yeah. the alarm clock broke it for me. The other thing that helped me out helped me out was set one alarm. Don't even have the option of a snooze button on that alarm, which you can do on on an, on an iPhone. Um, you know, some people are like, no, I need three, I need four. I'm like, less three or four failures to start your day. You're starting <laughs> your day failing because you needed secondary. Like, let's start with a simple success. What's that simple success? Putting my feet on the floor and getting the heck out of bed. So true. And, and you're right. Guys, if you're watching the show live, jump in uh, with a question or a comment uh, for Blake. Uh, you know, I'm feeling inspired. I'm feeling enriched here. How about you, Blake? What are some goals that you have uh, in 2023? What are some things that you're looking to accomplish? So I'm kind of I'm kind of following yours. I, I'm trying to I'm going to try to eat eat a lot more cleaner this year than I have in the past. You know, um, there's always excuses always excuses. And, you know, I coach, I coach two varsity sports. I coach my kids. So a lot of times it's a stop at a, at a convenience store and grab whatever the quickest thing is because it's there. But as with anything, if I plan better, I can eat better, you know? Yeah. And so that's one thing. And then I, I'm still trying to recover from a, an Achilles issue. That's been, it's just tore me apart. I'm slowly trying to get back into running. So this kind of sounds maybe, maybe absurd, but I'm trying to do it in the right way. I want to get back and I want to slow down a little bit just so that I can be become healthier, become stronger, and then take back off. And so for me, that's a huge goal because I, when I turn that treadmill on or if I'm outside, it's, it's always the same pace. And if I'm not at that pace, I feel like I'm failing. Um, mm. So that, that mental side of allowing myself to go slower is going to be my, my obstacle that I need to overcome. Yeah. You don't want to hurt it again and we're not getting any younger. No, 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 no. Blake, uh, as a runner, right, I'm, I'm, I used to referee. Uh, you know, I was very cautious of what I put on my feet. I'm a New Balance guy. I have custom-made orthotics, too, that I wear in my shoes. What are, you, what are you wearing on your feet doing all this running and all this coaching? Yeah, so actually I've turned into a Brooks guy, but I okay. will. I will. I have worn New Balance. I've wore Asics. I've been in Ons. I've been in Hoka's. I've been in um, Saucony. Um what wow. I would say, you, you, every, you touched them all. <laughs> I've tried about everything. I, I don't think I've ever been in a Nike running shoe just because I don't. I don't think they're a good shoe to run in. They they look good, but they don't. They're not a good one to run in. Um, but every company has three types of shoes, um, and I would highly recommend anybody that wants to get in in the in the conversation of shoe talk is to find a shoe store that can that can take a look at your feet. Um, there's so many so many stores out there now that will actually get in and look at where your pressure points are on your feet. Um, but they can also look at the arch of your foot. They can tell how much, how much cushion you need, how much stability you need. And, and that's more important than any, any shoe, uh, company. Cause they all make them, they all make a, a cushion shoe, a neutral shoe. 
which is a stability shoe. And then they also make a motion control for the people that are really flat footed that prevents their feet from, from pronating in too far. Um, so, you know, that's one of the first things we talk about in my class. I bring a guy from a shoe store who they're very oh, wow. specialized. And so he comes oh, in and he's, he's been, he's been along my side since day one. He's helped, uh, he's donated shirts to the kids. He's donated shoes to kids that can't afford them. Um, and that's Brown shoe fit here in, in, in Fort Dodge. And it, it, it's locally, it's, it's a, it's a chain in, in Iowa, but it's also locally owned by him and he is outstanding and, and has been there all along. He usually brings in a foot doctor with them and they kind of tag team the lesson together. And it's, it's unbelievable. The, the knowledge that they've given me and the students on, on shoes, but their first thing is always, uh, you know, try to stay away from what is the cutest shoe or what's the best looking shoe, because that doesn't mean it's going to give you the best, uh, you know, the, the best, uh, I guess, buck for your, you know, for, for what you're trying to buy here. But, uh, so yeah. So anyway, so my current shoe right now, I actually am on with my, I have orthotics on the inside too. I got, go. the, I got the Brooks ghost, uh, 15 right now, but these okay. shoes are, are a pretty stable shoe. Um, they kind of fall right in the cushion slash st stable. I put more stability in it and, uh, I really like them because they're wide. They gave my my foot some room to breathe. Uh, New Balance also has wides on them. Um, so, but I just wear that shoe because that's what fits. I mean, that's that's what's worked over time for me. So, um, I'm always open to try new things and 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 just keep an open mind with that. But at the same time, I know my foot type and it's actually changed over time. So that's another thing as you run that things can change. Um, I think we've all figured that out as we start to age here. But uh, your feet are also going to change. I used to be a high arch guy and now I got one that's collapsing in on me and it is what it is. We're not getting any younger. <laughs> no, no, but we can still well, do what we once did. It may just not be as fast. That's right. Uh, Blake, I, I'm inspired, uh, you know, just the, the impact that you're having on young people. You hear so much about kids being lazy and not achieving their goals and you're tackling both of those things. Uh, by, by helping these kids. So kudos to you for starting that class and uh, being with those kids in each and every day. Yeah, I appreciate that. And, and that's that's what keeps me going, man. It's, it really does. It's like I told you from the get-go, the get I've, I've coached for many years and there's been a lot of high, highs and lows in coaching but and, and everything. But this class, when when kids, that, when they do something that they once thought they couldn't do, that's, that's the key because now they know they can do anything. And I don't care I if that's a business. I don't care if that's family. I don't. I mean, it's it's unreal. So, Blake, what's something uh, you wanted to share or talk about that I did not ask you? Um, I think you asked me most most everything about it. Um, you know, if, if there's anybody out there that that has an idea like this and they they need help getting it started, feel free to to reach out. Uh, the Twitter handle on this thing is is short. It should be at Utley Forty One. Which is okay. Um, feel free to reach out there, reach out on Facebook. Um, I'm here to help if I can help in any way. Um, I'm here to learn. So if you have something that you can give me, I, I love to steal ideas. Let's, let's, let's go. Um, but I'll share them too. So you can steal them. Um, but no, I'm just, I'm just super excited that there's something like this, that that's out there for kids. Um, and I know in other classes and other, there's other ways to tap into that, but it's the most powerful thing I've seen. So awesome. Blake, let me ask you this. You got two young kids under the 10. You've been married 10 years. You know, how do you balance it all? Um, I mentioned about, you know, Tales from the Hardwood, but I also just wrote uh, the dad's book, the dad's leaders and father figures with some other dads. Uh, and a lot of the book is about balance, is about 
that 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 grind, as you mentioned, of getting pulled and going to events and trying to eat and you know be present uh, there. Tell me about your strategies to balance your family, your coaching, as well as taking care of yourself. I think the first thing is you got to find a wife that's that's excellent at that. And I and I've been lucky. I have I have the most amazing wife. Uh, my wife Lacey. She she's very good at, at making sure I put that, that I stay where my feet are. I'm present where my feet are, and she's very good at it because I might be at a kids event and I get a call from a parent or I get you know I start working on something on my phone and she's like she'll just give me that look. If you're married, you know what I mean. It's just that look, like really, like get present here. It's like yep, you're right. Boom, phone away, whatever it is. Or you know at times it's like hey, this one can't wait, and then she understands, but. I would say that's number one um, is having somebody that looks out for you. And, and because there, it is, it's, it's, it's extremely hard to balance it all. And if there's, if there's another goal for 2023, I'd still like to improve on that because I don't think you're ever there. Right. Cause you're yeah. always, you're always doing something. You're always thinking of the next step here, but when you're with your family, uh, you gotta be present because you only get one chance at it. And that's, that's what I always tell myself. I only, I only get 18 years with these kids guaranteed. And as that's not guaranteed, shouldn't even have said that. Um, you only get 18 years, uh, in, in your household if you're lucky and you're blessed with that. And, uh, and I hope that I get that, but I also don't want to waste away. It. I don't, I don't want to look back at the end of my career and say, man, I wish I would have spent more time with my kids. Um, when they're gone, I can, I can, I can do other things too. But, but right now I have to have, they have to be my number one, that whole, that whole family of mine. And, and, and they are, you know, so we do things like, Hey, on, on, on Christmas vacation, we go on trips or any, any break we can. Um, I try to put the phone away and, and just, be with them during breaks and so it, it works it's challenging it's never perfect um but that's how i handle it good for you and and good for leading the way there with with all you're doing uh let's get rolling a rapid fire i know you got those kids behind you and uh uh so these are quick questions blake the first thing that comes to mind are you ready i'm ready here we go the last book you read uh sustain your game by Alan is Alan Stein, I think is his name. It was an audible book. Very good. Okay. Uh, last movie you saw? Top Gun Maverick on the cruise ship with my son. It was him and I. Big time. That was good, right? It was awesome. He loves it. He, he's into this Navy stuff right now. And so, yeah, he uh, absolutely went crazy. Did you watch the uh, the one with Kevin Costner when he coaches the track team out in California? Yes, I have. Yeah, it's good, right? Yeah, it's awesome. That's good. What's your favorite dish? Ooh, some sort of pasta, spaghetti probably. Yeah, those runners, right? They're always eating the pasta. That's right. Got to love those carbs. You got to have a reason to eat them. Uh, favorite place to travel? Anywhere with palm trees and beaches. That's that's a long way from Iowa. A long way. <laughs> a long way. The best PE teachers are the best because fill in the blank. They believe in their students. They don't. They don't see them for where they are now, but where they can be. Hmm. Beautiful answer. I love it. Uh, I know you're a hotline caller. I know you call Brian Kane. What's a journal or a blog you subscribe to? Uh, actually, I went with podcasts and I did Brian Kane, the uh, mental performance uh, daily. And then also Zach Sorensen, another guy I met down there. He has a hard 90. Very, very good. Um, mm. So, but I'm, I'm a big, uh, I listen to things, even the books, Audible. I'm a huge, I love Audible. Audible nice. is the way to go. Cool. Um, what's a pet peeve of yours? You described a lot of passions. What's something that gets under your skin? When somebody is late, mm. I can't stand that, that, or, or they sit there and they, or people that preach things, but they don't follow it. Those two things. 
Mm-hmm. Like if I'm going to be a PE teacher, I better work out. And Kaner spoke about that, right? That he was out of shape and he was, you yep. know, and he, uh, uh, he said, how can I be coaching these people when I'm not doing it myself? Exactly. 100%. Yeah. yeah that's a, that's a huge pet peeve. Those two things. Yeah. And I, I said 720 in here. Boom, you were on the program. Before I got there. You said 720. It was, seven, it was 703. He was there. Um, at 8 a.m. on Saturday morning, I feel, fill in the blank. I feel great. I, I, I'm just looking forward to that day. I always tell my students, you know, you know, I'll be like, hey, today's my favorite day. And they're like, why? It's Thursday. I'm like, no, t- you missed it. Today is. Today is my favorite day. We only get mm. one chance at today. And that's it. And it's gone. Never get another chance. So I, I just I just want to be in the present, be here. Uh, hopefully on a Saturday morning at 8, I've either already worked out or I'm just getting ready to work out um, or going to a kid's sporting event. But wherever it is, I'm just ready to crush the day. I love it. I love your attitude. And those kids must love you. You shared uh, – uh, you had some hurdles here. Uh, so I don't know if you're going to choose your story in Mexico, but a recent victory. Yeah, getting to the cruise ship. We took a, we took a vacation and uh, – Long story short, we sat on, on two different planes for a total of nine hours and didn't move. We drove three states, uh, three different airports to catch a flight to get there the day of the, the cruise and to get on. And uh, it was unreal. But it was it's a story we're always going to be able to tell. And like Dr. Gilbert says, right, so, you know, something good can come of this. You had that time with your family, and I'm sure you modeled patience uh, through it. As much as I could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you say the best takeaway from our show today is? I love what I just love what you stand for. You know, I, I've got on and watched some of your previous podcasts, and uh, I love that uh, that there's an administrator that that's out that's out east that's that's doing podcasts. I just think it's a way. To, it's it's just the newer the newer way. I just I don't know. I could buy in. Like there's, I would love to teach at your school and, and start something like this at some point and and uh, and rock and roll. You know, or let's get you in the Midwest. Or, you know, something. We're always looking for good people, Blake. <laughs> Port yeah. Jervis, baby. Um, what is something you're curious about? Ooh. Here's it. And here's the million dollar idea if you want it. Okay. You ready for this? I've always oh thought God. this. Here my, we go. My, wife, my, wife's, my wife's always told me I'm crazy for this, but we were just in airports. So now it's strong in my mind. Why do airports not have gyms? Everybody's there two hours early. Why wouldn't they want to waste 45 wow. minutes to an hour on a treadmill or an elliptical? And then, you know, just bring a change of clothes, shower there, provide towels. Oh, Bam. my goodness, bro. You need to lock that in. I do. You want to help? You need to lock that in. You got it. I mean, the space is is killer, but there would be a charge. But get the treadmills. Yep. Everyone's sitting around. Everybody. And they all walk up and down that, that little port. But put a, put, a, put a TV in front of them. With all the with all the flight details and oh yeah, let's let's rock and roll, man. I've wow. always I've always thought wow. that. we got something here, Blake. <laughs> yeah, we got your uh, we got your Twitter there fixed. There it is, uh, Utley forty one on Twitter. Is that the best way for people to reach out to you if they want to learn more about the program yeah, or how can they that or Facebook? Um, I'm available at my school, which is B Utley, which looks like Butley. So you got to appreciate that when they do that. <laughs> <laughs> Butley at FD, FD as in Fort Dodge, schools.org. So schools with a, with an S at the end. But that's probably too much to remember. So at Utley41, I'll answer that. I'm on Twitter a lot. Like I said, I would love to steal ideas, and I think Twitter's a great place for that. So uh, I'll, I'll answer any of that or Facebook. And uh, I would love I would love to get somebody started on this journey. Yeah, and uh, I hope our teachers out there and our uh, administrators watching will We'll reach out. I think it's a great idea. And what 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 a goal 
what a what an event for kids to do it. But like you said, propel them on later in life that they achieve this at such a young age. So kudos to you, uh, Blake. I, I know we got a lot of the same quotes from uh, the DRG, uh, but give us a quote here to end the show. All right. I got two. All right. The first one is I've really enjoyed ever since I've been about nine years old. I had a poster in my room and it said, the harder you work, the luckier you get. Mm. And it's so true. So true. And even though I, even though I'm a huge quote guy and there's so many that are powerful, that one has stuck with me since the age of nine. So it must mean something. Right. Uh, and then my Brian Kane quote, if you're juiceful, you're useful. If you're juiceless, you're useless. So let's be ah. juiceful today. <laughs> if you're juiceful, you're useful. I love He's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guys, this is Blake Utley, uh, Fort Dodge, Iowa. Blake, it was an honor to have you on the program. Uh, I appreciate you. Stay on the line a moment. Uh, friends, if I can help you in any way, don't hesitate to reach out at Andrew Murata 21 on Twitter. Uh, we're going to sign off here on Education, Leadership, and Beyond. Uh, again, Blake Utley uh, from Iowa. It was an honor. Uh, guys, again, one more shout out to uh, Tales from the Hardwood. Um, Blake, if you're an Audible guy, we're going to get you an Audible uh, uh, copy there so uh, for you. But we're going to sign off, uh, show number 233. Thanks for tuning in, tuning in everyone. Leave us a uh, positive comment here uh, and signing off. Andrew Murata, keep surviving and thriving, friends.